back to Old Soul Podcast. My name is Brie, that's spelled B-R-E-I. Thanks so much. Today I will be doing a new film series video commentary, so I'm going to try to keep this down to 15 minutes and try not to give away any spoilers while still giving you a glimpse into this new release and why I think you should go watch it, why I think it's worth the money. And that film is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Now, I do recommend that you see the first film, I believe it's Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, I believe. Yeah, I would recommend you watch the first one. This is with Miles Morales, not Peter Parker. So, if you've only ever seen, you know, the Amazing Spider-Mans or the original Spider-Mans with Tobey Maguire way back when, or as far as the comics, which I haven't even, like, read and I haven't seen a lot of the animated series, I just started watching with Tobey Maguire and so on and so forth up to Tom Holland. Um, but they're, they're different stories. So I'm just recommending that if you see Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, that you should watch Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, especially since I haven't done a commentary over the, the first one. So, all right. So now back to the original film that I was talking about, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. It came out in 2023 of this month. And it is rated PG and it is two hours and 20 minutes. So you will have to gear up for that watch. It's pretty long. The director, or should I say plural directors, which makes a lot of sense because this film had a lot going on and it was fleshed out very well. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that can get sort of convoluted and miss and prolonged for no reason, especially when you're talking about something that implements the multiverse, which Marvel has attempted to do and has done fairly well. So yeah, I will just list the directors since there are so many and I don't know a lot of their other work. So I will just list the several directors when I put that in like the bio or the extra information at the bottom of this video. And there are also several writers too. Okay, so there's that. Now, I'm just going to talk about, you know, why I recommend the film. And again, I'm going to try to keep it short. This is only the second new film series that I've done. So, okay, so right away with the film, it does definitely feel like there are two parts to the film. And not in a way that's non-cohesive, as if it feels choppy but in a way that is cohesive, but they're giving us a little more context and a little more perspective into other characters who seem to have a little more knowledge than they gave off in the first film. And what I'm talking about is the character Gwen. We have Gwen again in the Miles Morales series of films, and I believe there's going to be another one after this, and there is one before this one that I'm talking about now. So there's a lot going on, and like I said, this is why I think you should definitely watch the one before this so it'll make sense, but I want to recommend it because it is, it's in theaters now, and I want people to know that I don't believe that you would be wasting money seeing this film. So Gwen, get, we get a little more of Gwen's story, so we kind of see how she ended up in the, the first film with Miles. We get some backstory about her family dynamics, her feelings on being a spider woman, and how that's affected her life, her balancing, you know, being a superhero and being a normal teenage girl and how like often many of the Spider-Men have issues with finding that balance and often never do. And that's all I'll say. I just appreciated having 
more context into Gwen's perspective and her life because I think she's a very interesting and complex character and I'm glad that we got that and that actually was surprising for me. So expect more Gwen in this and just those details that I talked about. Obviously they fleshed that out a lot more but just so you can understand what's going to happen with Gwen, that's some stuff that's going to happen. I might have to cut some of this out. I'm trying not to give spoilers but it's really hard to convince people to see a film and not talk about the film, right? Okay, so another thing, I feel like the film did a really good job, especially with the runtime, of having twists and turns. And the twists and turns come with the levels of the multiverse that I feel like you feel like you would expect with having different Spider-Mans that we saw in the first film. But there are some that you wouldn't even expect, some that you would because they're returning, and so on and so forth, even if only for a moment. And the complexities of the multiverse with the past, the present, and the future, and also alternate universes, alternate perspectives. So just keep that in mind. And Twist and Turns maybe felt more like Twist and Turns to me because, again, I haven't read any of the comics. And, you know, that could be a lot of it, but I also just feel like it's really hard to surprise someone with a superhero film where a lot of the narrative can be very repetitive, but I do feel like this did this film did a really good job of not being just repetitive and giving Miles more of a voice outside of what all the other Spider-Mans have done before him. And I think that is also what is kind of interesting about Miles and his story beyond just him being Afro-Latina and, you know, him being in Brooklyn, from Brooklyn. I'm sure a lot of the other Spider-Mans were in New York too, but there's more culture um, to it and that's beautiful and it does talk about the family dynamics in this film just like it did in the one before but a little more fleshed out and I also noticed with this film with a lot of the twists and turns it actually fleshed out and gave more context to some things that happened in the first film yeah so sort of like miles and beyond the bite and what caused the bite. Was the bite ever supposed to be a thing? Things like that. So really interesting. And then we, like I said before, we see some new spiders. I like, I think saying spiders is easier than just saying Spider-Men and Spider-Women. We just get some more spiders and it's interesting and fun to see that at play and seeing different personalities. And so there's some context with that. Um, it's also this thing, like I was saying before with Gwen, having to find a balance between being a hero and being a teenager. And Miles, I believe the film said that he was 15, so he's fairly young. Miles is constantly, like all the other spiders before him, trying to battle this, I can do both. I can save the world and I can be a normal teenager. But of course we find out that it's not as simple as one would think. <laughs> Is Miles just hopeful, you know, like young people tend to be, that they can take on the world, they feel invincible, or is it really just doomed, like everyone is trying to tell him around him, that you can try, but certain things won't work, and you'll see in the film that several characters are telling him that in different ways about different things. And not only does he vocally and emotionally have to fight this, he physically has to fight this, and you'll see why. And so Uncle Ben's most famous quote, you know, remember, with great power 
comes great responsibility. And I really, really feel like that comes way back to this film and so many other spider films. Yes, I'm using spider instead of Spider-Man and Spider-Woman. <laughs> because it's always coming up, you know, always having the sense of having to sacrifice. But Miles really, really pushes that in this film. And I'm really emphasizing it because you'll see, you'll see what I mean. <laughs> and so, yeah, that just made me think of Uncle Ben with the struggles that went on. Okay, so the last thing that I'm going to talk about, and I hope that I've given you a little more context into, like, what happens in the film without giving too many spoilers, the things that I liked and highlighted, and... I threw a quote in there because I really felt like it came up, especially with a lot of the uh, structures of the film falling in place with other older films, just with a little more of a modern twist and more of Miles' world. But the one thing that I just have to applaud, and I wish I literally should be a standing ovation, it's for the cast, right? So for one, right, I'm, I'm going to start with the cast. The cast is phenomenal. I think all the voices are very fitting. I saw that this was a star-studded cast. I'm really curious about the budget and really curious about how much these actors got paid and actresses because, wow, wow. I mean, if you have a second, you can go on to IMDb and just look at the cast. It's very impressive and quite diverse. And even the characters themselves have hints of diversity that we've seen but maybe not in this way and it's appreciated and i like it a lot and not in a way that feels performative which is really important and miles himself is a huge form of representation i think and that's that matters especially when it's not surface level you can tell that people did their research and i appreciate that a lot but the one thing that's even better than the cast is the art the animation it is gorgeous. The color patterns that sometimes come up with certain characters, how sometimes, you know, the art style changes depending on what time frame or what version of a comic a certain character is in when they start to delve into different multiverses, um, different parts of the world. I hope the artists got paid well. You hear all the time how animators and artists never get paid very well, but they should have. They should have gotten paid very well. I can't even imagine this film not in the form that it was done in. And that says a lot. Like, I really, if they do end up doing a sort of, what is it, adaptation version of this with live action people, okay, whatever, you know, typical money-hungry Hollywood, whatever. But it doesn't need to be that way, and I hope that they don't do that. The best thing outside of the story and the acting is the art. It is everything. It is, you know, on the screen. It is a character of its own. It is so incredibly beautiful. And the color palettes and the background changes and the literally how sometimes the color just like slides on the screen in the backgrounds. And the textures... And the personality as the art exudes emotion when the characters have monologues or just different, you know, framing depending on the situation. The action scenes, I mean, it is vivid. It is there. It is a presence. And I just have to applaud 
the artist for this. I mean, it's it's incredible. It is incredible. So everyone that had a hand in this outside of just the artist, I'm sure there were other methods technically that had a huge hand in this. You did an incredible job and I hope they paid you well because you deserve it. <laughs> so anyway, go see this film. I don't think you will regret it. I think it is worth every penny. I, I'm pretty sure it's probably winning in the box office right now and I'm not surprised by that at all. It was a great film. I can't wait to watch it again and I hope I didn't spoil too much. I really do want you to know what you're getting yourself into, of course, with the new film series. But um, yeah, so thank you and have a great day. Bye.